Good morning for the Met Radio Morning Mixtape. I am Donovan LaCroxy, and debuting on the show, I've got producer and artist Deuce. How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. How's everything? I'm doing good. Where are you from, brother? I'm originally from Florida, but I'm based in New York. I've been here for about 10 years, so New Yorkers would say I'm from here now. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. And you love those New York roots and music, don't you? I do, I do. I mean, uh, th- there's nothing better than being in the in the, in the mecca of, of talent, you know? Mm-hmm. All right, you love your KRS-One, your Wu-Tang Clan, your Gangstar. Can we really go back or no? Yeah, we can, we can. Uh, th- those specific ones, I love them all. But if you want to go back to then, you know, I'm, I'm more of like a Tribe Called Quest kind of guy. Woo! You know what I mean? More like a De La Soul, you know, type type of guy but i definitely love all those guys you mentioned as well you know all right all right all right so you are a producer and you are an artist right and fi- 50 years hip-hop turned 50 last year what were your thoughts to that uh, i mean i love to i love to see uh you know the people getting their acknowledgement i love to see uh you know, just the progression of, of art in any form. You know, some people will say that it's not 50 years, some say longer, some say shorter, but outside of the politics of it, you know, it's always good to see, you know, the people that created literally the most recent American music art form um, succeed over time. So it's cool. All right. But is hip hop dead? Some listeners would say, yes, it is. It's too much of that mumbo rap, too much of <laughs> and rappers not saying anything. It's dead. Give me back the late 80s, 90s, 2000s vibe. Well, well, first of all, I wouldn't call anybody who says hip hop is dead. I wouldn't even classify them as a listener. Okay, I would classify them as a hearer. You know what I mean? Because you're only talking about what you choose to hear you know i mean like there's so much to listen to there there is a lot of filler you know the world is is, we're so technologically advanced right now that music is just coming out at at a really rapid pace but if you go look at the charts go look at the charts and you're not gonna see anybody up there who doesn't deserve it so to say to say it's dead and then you go to the charts who do you see you see j cole kendrick drake so it's there the cream always rises to the top. It's just that there's a lot more filler. Mm-hmm. So hip hop is never it's never gonna die. You know, it's 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 uh it's rhythm and poetry, you know what I mean? And that's oh. never gonna die. All right. So what do you say when Mos Def said Drake is a pop artist? He's not hip hop, and then he had to rebuttal his statement and meet Drake after. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I don't technically just to kind of, you know, say kind of what he said. He didn't necessarily call him a, a pop artist. He just said, what do you think about Drake? And he says, it's the kind of music you hear at like a Target or something like that. And the truth of the matter is Drake is hip hop. Both of these things are true, in my opinion. He is hip hop. He's an MC. I remember when he first came out, you know what I mean? He's fire. And at the same time, you do hear most of his music in Target. You know what I mean? So he just, he he walks the line. But then for most deaf to, you know, to walk it back and then to do things that some people wouldn't consider hip hop. It's kind of corny to to call someone out and then do some of those same things. So I don't know, man. These guys got too much time on their hands. Uh-huh. Could Deuce be played in, you know, Target or Walmart, his music? Cause you got music out, don't you, brother? For sure. For sure. See, I'm not I I'm I make music. You know what I mean? So I'm I'm hip hop, I'm R and B, I'm whatever the music says I need to be, because I'm a creator. Okay. I don't I don't put myself in any type of things like that. I got I got a short film I got got out last year. I got a 
little like a book I'm working on, like a kids kind of book. So it's like whatever I need to make, I'm gonna make it. So. All right. So what does your music usually represent? What do you usually like to talk about? Do you like to talk about the gangbang in New York? You've been there for ten years. You must have experienced a lot in New York. And New York's a bit different as it was in the early two thousands, the nineties, and the late eighties. Right. Um. Well, and, and specifically referencing like the gang part of it, I don't. I don't. That's not my part of the part of life so i don't know i don't be involved in any of that i don't know anything i don't run into any type of those situations if i work with any rappers or artists that are into that that has really nothing to do with me um but my, my time in new york has been just getting to the art you know first year of living in new york i didn't have a place to live i was outside you know i mean snow all of that slept in the studio shower every three days and you just work your way up you know you go from outside to sharing a room to one room to two rooms to a whole apartment you know what i mean that's that that's the grind of it so i've definitely seen and been through a lot of things out here but um it, it's the mecca of talent that that's really what it is for me like there's people people have lived in new york city for a long long time and don't you don't have to be associated or attached to anything nefarious if you really don't want to be it's difficult because the temptation and distraction are you know alive and well but for me i'm about making that art man i'm about making music i'm an i'm an artist that's that's why when you see producer and artist a lot of people don't wouldn't call producers artists in like the technical way they say like he's a producer and he's producing for this artist i don't allow anybody to say those things to me because i'm an artist you know right. what i mean i i see the world in uh as, as a poet for, i can't remember the poet's name but we see the world in color and in rhyme. You know what I mean? And that's it. All right. So let's hear these singles. If you're an artist, let's hear, because listeners are waiting to hear these singles. They they hear you describe the art, but let's hear these singles. Yeah. So right now I have a single out um, with an artist by the name of Basie from the group TOK. It's like a dance hall record. Um, so definitely go check that out on, on, on any platform, whatever platform that... Uh, Spotify, YouTube, whatever it takes. And um, that's from that project. And then I also have like a hip hop R&B song out right now called White Horse. That's going to be on my next project. So, you know, you can catch those on any platform. And um, yeah, man. All right. What's White Horse about? You're not tapping into the voodoo or the witchcraft, right? <laughs> Don't make the church come after you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, I mean, if they want to come after me, they're, they're more than welcome. But um, <laughs> White Horse is, is really more of a, a cautionary tale. It's more about um, women in the club scene and stuff and how they're so attached to the club scene that when a guy who has the purest intentions uh, is coming to, you know, quote unquote, get you out of that, you are too locked into uh, the white horse you know what i mean in, in this case we could say it's cocaine but, oh um, yeah so the, the hook is she want to ride the white horse but she ain't got no passport she's not ready she's not ready and that's the whole the whole song is basically i want to introduce you to the finer things but you you're stuck in the distraction so it's a dope song and people don't make music like this anymore not just topically but if you listen to the actual music it's like wow 
So that's going to be a hit. So the destruction can be a cocaine is what you're saying, right? It, it, it can be. Yes, it can be, you know. And it's like I, I, anybody, people can do whatever they want to do. You know, doctors still do coke to do surgery these days. But uh, when the time comes to to grow and move on, um, you got to be able to do that. Because if you if you hold on for things for too long, habits, bad habits, you know, they turn into I mean, you know how that road goes. We've seen we've seen that road many a time, you know. Mm-hmm. But I got to get up there. They, there might be younger rappers saying, I got to get up there. I got to talk about what they want me to talk about, or I got to give my soul to the elites. I mean, to be to be honest with you, you know, especially when it comes to hip hop, a lot of a lot of these hip hop kids come from impoverished situations and they do whatever they feel like they have to do to to potentially save and protect their families. And I can't, you know, I can't knock anybody for um, I can't knock anybody for sacrificing yourself for a bigger, a bigger picture. But there's a lot of there's, it's mostly greed and, you know, it's greed induced uh, decision making, because I know, you know, you're familiar with Kelly Price, the singer. Yes, she, yes, yes. Yeah. She was homeless when she first got on. She got offered four record deals and turned them down before she eventually got signed. She was turning down money when she was homeless. The level of conviction and the level of uh, just morality you have to have to not say, man, I'm outside in this New York cold and I'm still not going to do anything to to sacrifice what I truly believe in. You know, ultimately, that's what that's what defines you as a person, because Kelly Price, I mean, she's legendary diva level, top, top of the food chain. But she she is there because she stuck to what she knew was right. Right. So for the kids, I would say if your family's on the line. You know, my words probably ain't going to mean too much, but, you know, Killer Mike just won three Grammys last night. I'm pretty sure you saw that. Mm -hmm. Um, Every song on his album is over three and a half minutes. He has three verses. So when you hear people say things like mumble rap or people have short intention span and they don't listen to these types of songs and blah, 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 you're wrong. You know what I mean? Because the best stuff always gets to where it needs to go. So for I'm being the best version of you, and that'll take out half of the BS. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, you saw Killer Mike won all those awards, but had to share them with the police cruiser last <laughs> night. <laughs> well, I mean, this is the thing, man. You know, as 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 uh, as young black men, you know, we we've been young black men our whole lives. You know, and uh, from what I heard, that happened from an old warrant he had from back in the day. So anytime, you know, as a, as a young black man, you know, I've lived like I moved from Florida to New York, man. I've, I've dealt with things um, as a black man in two different ways. You know, in Florida, they don't care about showing you right to your face that they don't like you. In New York, it's a very subtle thing. You know, it's it's consistent crossing the street and it's going to a restaurant and they make you try to pay your bill first. Like weird, weird little things like that. So as far as Killer Mike is concerned, he he runs a, a black, one of the only black banks in, in America, in Atlanta. You know, he's he always is on the forefront of uh, the cause, I guess you can say. So for them to arrest him on the night of getting three Grammys, to say that that wasn't intentional, it, there's 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 no one um, in my skin, you know, no pun intended, who wouldn't look at that as like that was probably a plan to to tarnish just just the moment, just the moment of it happening. It's like we're gonna give you your awards, but we're also gonna make sure that everybody in the world knows that hip hop is still just a bunch of black people mm-hmm. rapping. Wow! Wow! 
Well, it's not. Again, like we were talking about, it's not, right? There are positives, but there are people who are digesting, what do you call it, messages, right? Right. No, of course. I mean, to, to be honest with you, going back in the day, I mean, when you hear like the old song, they say broken glass everywhere. That's the 80s. And the music was so poppy. People loved it. But he's literally talking about New York in the 80s. He's like, I come out of my house. And it's broken glass everywhere. We sleep on, we playing on mattresses outside. Like it's messed up. We coming from it. Like hip hop only exists because of the position that Black Americans were put in. If, if you know like the history of it, um, you know, DJing is like the kind of the catalyst for the whole music side of the culture. And the only way the DJing happened was the blackout in New York City. And all of these poor Black kids were looting and they stole all this DJ equipment. That's why you don't see a lot of Black kids playing hockey. They need equipment. They play basketball. You don't need soccer. You don't need that's why the poor kids play soccer. They play sport. We don't. These kids who play in hockey, you got to buy equipment to start a rock band. You got to buy instruments. That's why you see these kids who are on these football teams on the side of the road begging for donations because you need cleats and pads and all of these things. So when you look back in the day, when you look at music wise, you need instruments. Bands were the only way music was made. So if you poor, you ain't making no music. You ain't buying no guitar and no drum set, nothing like that. So once the turntable got introduced which is where sam how sampling got introduced, that's when, you know, the new thing was created. You know what I mean? So when you hear criminal elements or you hear, you know, you know, just disparaging things in music, that is what hip hop is because it was forced to be that way. These these are people who didn't have anything. You know what I mean? And we're not even allowed to get anything. You know what I mean? So yeah, every Everybody's not criminals. I would say in hip hop, nobody's a criminal. They may have done crime in the past, but you know, just because you go out and play basketball one day, does that make you a basketball player? No, you do what you have to do. Right. But like, okay, Fat Joe said in a podcast one time, 90% of the stuff he rapped about was all lies. What if hearers of hip hop say it's lies though? Half of you people haven't even been through all that. Anybody, uh, you know, when it comes down to, first of all, you know that Young Thug is in jail right now. Yeah, a lot of, people, and they're trying to use people's lyrics against them to put them in jail for longer. That's just a hip hop thing. Fat Joe did what an OG is supposed to do, regardless of whether what he said was true or not. He had to say that on camera for the culture. He had to say that on camera for the people. Even if everything, even if that was a lie in itself, he is letting the people out there interpret it a certain way to potentially save these young kids from going to jail forever. He is that. If I were to talk to Fat Joe right now, I would, I would, I would, I would put money on he did that for Young Thug and anybody else in that situation. And I'm not going to say that Fat Joe was lying or told any truth. You know what I mean? I, I don't I don't know him personally, but I'm in New York and I know a lot of people who do. I've been around him a lot. And let's just say, let's just say he was young once too. You know what I mean? And I, that's, that's all I can say. You know what I mean? Whether everything he said was a lie or the truth, it doesn't matter. Because if I want the world to think that what we're saying is a lie in order to save our lives, then I'll just go out there and say it. Right. All right. All right, we got more stuff we're working on, more music we're working on right in 2024 because January's done. We're in February, brother. Yes, sir. We got a, I got a, I got a, actually the video for the song with Basie will be out probably in April. That album, excuse me, should be done end of the summer. My album, I'm working on it all the time. I have, I don't want to talk about necessarily who I have on the songs just yet. You know, got to do the business right before the stuff comes out. But um, yeah, I just scored a, a short film last year, and you know. 
it's nonstop music, man. I'm 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 here now, about to get it in a little bit. I got a partner coming over to the studio shortly, and um, you know, it's all it's always about that. It's always about magic, and I make what I want. I don't give a damn about nothing, radio wise or play the game wise. I don't care about any of that because the great stuff is the great stuff. That's it. Mm-hmm. I mean, you I mean, you're watching you're watching Tracy Chapman, you know, get recognition for a 35 year old song, and it's still growing and it's probably the only song anybody even knows from tracy chapman but it's so good mm-hmm. that it just continues to have its own life and that's what art is about you right know, the first re- the first recorded history was art there, we ne- we weren't speaking language hieroglyphics is pictures before we ever were speaking to each other we were able to look on the wall and see a lion and a dude running and then bud and be like yeah he got killed by a lion so art art, art is the catalyst for history it's, it's the documentation more than words right 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 now that short form you short film you're working on what is that about um it's actually out it debuted at a in Manhattan last maybe like three months ago. Um, it is it's a short film I wrote and I scored it. Um, it's about a, a girl shopping in New York and there's two nefarious characters uh watching her with potential to, we, we don't know why they're watching her, but you know, robbing her or things like that. And then in the end, um, you know, there's a twist. If the movie is called Intent, I'll give you just the, the everything I do as far as writing film wise, I usually base it around like a quote what usually a quote i made up this movie the quote is not all good deeds are motivated by good intentions so um that is a is a big thing in this world because you look at music industry as a prime example of people who can have bad intentions and still potentially save your life because you get these young kids like we were speaking about and they get signed and you know these these the industry people that the industry is trying to rape them like not not physically i mean sometimes physically but i'm just talking about business wise they're trying to use them up get the money and then push them to the wayside you know what i mean but the result of that is someone's family got saved so you hear these people 20 years later i need my publishing back and they stole my publishing and all that but it's like you also have had 20 years of performing branding tv movies all types of things so it's not to say that they don't owe you your publishing but their ill intentions resulted in something great for you you know 50 cents said they expected him to implode they, they didn't expect him to get this far so but he did mm-hmm. you know what I mean? I have 50 Cent as a businessman. Now, it can also work for you where you fight years later like Anita Baker, and she won her publishing rights with the help of today's artists to get them back. And that's because it's Anita Baker. But if it was somebody like Donovan LaCroxy, that probably would have never happened. I mean, this is the thing. It's all it's all about it's all about the art. That's just the main thing. It's all about the art. Donovan LaCroxy. If you make your art and you continue to do it, you like, have you heard this new, new Jack Harlow song? Yeah. I don't like no lips. Lips and shades are you kid. Ah, ah, yes. Yeah, that's an obscure sample from, for all intents and purposes, what the, what the world might deem a failed artist from, I believe he's from Detroit or something like that. Him sampling that song just put $100,000 in that man's pocket. And he and like and I'm talking about just imagine you're sitting at home living your life and somebody is like, bro, you're getting a hundred thousand dollars because somebody sampled your song from 30 years ago. It's like, what the hell? You know what I mean? So art is there's there's the art is just is about compound interest. That's you know they say great great artists steal. 
And that's the truth. Like everything is about compound interest and building on top of of what was there. So that's why sampling is is so important. You know, what I mean, to to hip hop and to music in general. But I, they just they're just kind of taking it a little far. But yeah, so Donovan, you could put out a song right now and you just continue with your life and be fruitful and an and, and artist. And who knows, man, 20 years from now, that might be the biggest song because someone decided to put it in a movie. All right. All right. What's your message to other hip hop artists? What do you want to tell them? Because now we're living in an age where hip hop beefs are coming. Well, they've never stopped, but there's a female beef right now with Nicki Minaj and Megan The Stallion. What do you say to hip hop beefs? What's your message to other rappers if they're going to get in this game and they're ready to go up against the Nicki Minaj's and the Drake's? I mean, I would say just focus on you and your mission, because even Nicki Minaj and Drake, you know, when, when Drake first came out, his sound, people weren't used to it. It was just that like mellow, you know, I don't I never been to Toronto. I never been in Canada, so I'm not sure exactly what the what the vibe is like. But based off of Drake's music, it's there's like a very mellow kind of like chill kind of vibe. And when he first came out, it was just like, what the hell? You know, I mean, I wasn't really all the way into it, but he stuck to his mission. Me too. And, and ultimately, <laughs> yeah, ultimately, we all kind of like we, we eventually were able to understand it. And he was able to grow it enough to where we were able to contextualize it all the right way. So I would say stick to your mission. And when it comes down to the beef thing, girls and guys are different. You know what I mean? Like girls are nasty to each other. Um, so I, I can't speak on Nicki Minaj and them because they they they're going further than I would say any any guy. You know, very rare do guys go into the bag that these girls is going into about dead dead parents and shit like that. Um, but just beef in general. I mean, you know, competition is competition. Don't don't kill anybody, but you know, competition is competition. It doesn't matter if it's sports. I mean, corporate America. I've I've seen I've seen some cutthroat in corporate America. You know what I mean? So you know, it's competition, baby. Hip hop is competition. So they, you know, in hip hop they have a saying: if you're scared, go to church. <laughs> I think people should go to church, but I mean, if he's scared, yes, you definitely do want to go to church. <laughs> yeah, go, go there. That's a safe place for you to be because out here is the jungle, man. You don't want to be out here. You better go inside. But it's is it possible for us to all hold hands as hip hop artists and get along and embrace each other, or am I living in another world? Let me ask you that question in a different way. Is it possible for the world to all hold hands and get along with each other? Well, no, but I mean... Exactly. Ah, 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 Hip-hop is, ah, ah. hip is a microcosm of the world. Everything is. like. And to be honest with you, you don't want that. You really don't want that. Competition is why we have iPhones. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's if everybody was on some kumbaya shit, we wouldn't even have fast cars. You know what I mean? People, a lot of people, these companies made these things to compete with other people, with other companies. You know what I mean? Restaurants... We wouldn't have any amenities in this world if everybody was just happy with how things are. We wouldn't have anything. So competition is what is what drives is what drives humanity, to be honest with you. Ego, as 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 bad as it is, people always say kill your ego and things like that. Um, you need it. You need if you can if you can hone it properly, you need it. Because the world if you want to go not be a part of the, like society, you can do that too. You can go get on your Amish. You can go chill in a farm and never have to compete with anybody. You can grow your own food. You can do whatever you want to do. But if you want a fucking iPhone, if you want to go to the club on the weekend, 
some club has to fail for the club you go to to be open. That's competition. That's just what it is. I tried listeners so no in a realistic world we all can't like each other we all can't be friends listen I think and what's funny about that is I you know I write I write comedy jokes and stuff too I've never been on stage but I just like to when I observe funny things I write it down and that that's one of my jokes I, I, I you know you look in a room of a thousand people like you're telling me I gotta like all these people I, I, mean, I should be able to like at least cut half of these without even talking to them I should be able to just be like, yeah, I don't like that half. It's just because, like, it's just too many, there's just too many people out here for you to get along with every freaking body. <laughs> well, that's why we gotta fake it till we make it, right? Hi, dudes. Hi, yeah, you stupid asshole. <laughs> if you want to, I look at it like NPCs. You know, the kids, the kids these days have this this phrase called NPC, non-playable character. They're the background characters in video games that aren't doing nothing but fill in space. For me, that's how I look at the entire world, especially living in New York City. You don't exist to me until I invite you into my psyche. Ooh. You're not real. If I walk by you on the street, I turn around after a block, you don't exist. And there's somebody else walking in that place. And that person don't exist either. And none of them will. Nobody exists until you actually meet them, until you actually inject them into your psychology. So that's not really you can fake it till you make it. If you're, if you're the type of person that wants to just interact with everybody, or you could just only interact with the people you want to interact with. Okay. All right. Did you want to throw out your social media platforms? The Eddie Deuce, D-E-U-C-E on every platform. You know, check out White Horse, um, Eddie Deuce, Stunt Double, Base C, December 2022. Um, you know, and also, and, you know, I have, I have a fun life too. So go follow my Instagram. <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. And TOK listeners um, who from West Indian background, my crew, my dog, do, do, do. That's what I have to say. I have to be careful not to sing that song. Shout out to the Caribbean people in the place. Woo, Jamaican and St. Lucian and Trinidad. And don't ever let me hear you say again you had to not shower for three days because you know West Indian parents are showering every day, even if they have to bathe you in Dettol or Pine Sol. Yes, sir. What you know with that Dettol? That was 10 years ago. That's part of the grind man oh well don't let your mom or your dad if they are alive ever hearing this interview talking to you like that because trust me talking like that will get you bathed for a week in that tall they need to know actually they need to know what it took to be me because they don't understand this music thing they don't oh. get it all right it was great to get to know you any final five second things you want to say to the listeners hey man shout out to donovan lacroxy Appreciate you having me on and uh, hope I get out to Canada one of these days to check you. Yes, definitely. And we'll be following your journey from um, Met Radio. We'll be following your journey, okay? Appreciate it. Met Radio in the house. All right, all right. For Met Radio 1280 AM, I am Donovan LaCroxy. I'd like to thank rapper and producer Deuce for coming on the show. Thank you so much. Thank you. Enjoy the rest of your day. Yee.